Welcome to Conversations. And now, from Los Angeles, here is your host, Mike Dowler. Thank you, Sean, from Los Angeles. It's Mike Dowler, and this is Conversations. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. On Twitter, it's really, really simple. It's at Converse Radio. That's uh, like the shoe without the E, at Converse Radio. And on Facebook, we are Conversations, the podcast. Uh, like what you hear, don't like what you hear, well, just drop me a line. Conversationspod at gmail.com. We are also on Instagram, and that is at Conversations Radio. I want to remind you as well that all of our podcasts are on our website, as well as Apple Podcasts. So you can go to the iTunes store, search Conversations Radio, all one word, and all our podcasts are right there. If you're Android and you don't want to use iTunes, I won't hate you. I won't hate you at all. You can go to Podbean. So that's conversationsradio.podbean.com. Either way, sign up for the feed and get those podcasts delivered right to your device. 41 episodes in the can, and this is episode 42. I want to thank episode 41's guest. That was Madison Bridges. Madison Bridges is a Canadian actress known for her work in Flatliners as well as her work on the Canadian show Big Top Academy, which airs in Canada and in Latin America. So again, she is um, quite the thing. That podcast is online. It's available on Apple Podcasts. Check that out. You're going to want to listen to that. Great shows on the way. Summer just around the corner. I've got things planned, and I'm not going to talk about it yet, but there are big things happening. Brace yourselves. It's going to get better. Uh, tonight's show, we've got uh, Savannah Kennick joining us. We'll talk to her in just one second. I'm super excited about our co-host. Elise Luthman joined us, gosh, about five years ago when we were on Next Big Thing Radio. I guess she was all of like 15. I'm not even sure. Now, a little older than that, and uh, when I asked her if she wanted to go ahead and co she's like, let's do it. Because she knows our guest. They work together in a movie. I want to go ahead and bring her in, and I'm Really excited to hear more about her motorcycle. Totally mm-hmm. badass. I, I, I'm sorry. I don't usually say ass, but in this case, it is. <laughs> Elise Luthman, how are you? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. Glad to be here. I have my badass motorcycle next to me. <laughs> Outstanding. Welcome back. Do you really have it next to you? I do. I do. <laughs> are you gonna Are you gonna start it? Or no? No, because no, I. I don't. My neighbors are asleep or getting asleep. It's 8.05. I don't is, know. <laughs> is, it, is it really that loud? It's pretty loud. It's pretty so you loud. like you have at like 5 o'clock in the morning starting your motorcycle and let it, like, let it warm up and stuff? That's not me. Because I hate that. I will never wake up that early. Maybe I'll like maybe 10 I'll start it. But I do have to start it to warm it up. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I'm in a condo. And years ago, we had a guy at a Harley about five doors down. No. Every morning, he worked for the studios. So every morning... Mm-hmm. Four o'clock, he was out the door uh, and just revving that thing. I didn't need an alarm clock. I was like just set. It's you know? like it's you know you don't need a chicken. You have a motorcycle. That's like, you have <laughs> right. Crack a dawn. You, you mean you mean a, you mean a rooster? Yeah. Oh yeah. Chickens sorry. just lay I, eggs. That's all they're I've really good for. From yeah, the yeah. Midwest for too You long. have. You are from Dayton, Ohio. I am. I and, am the land of cornfields. I yeah. am. <laughs> 
And both are both you and our guest are are not native SoCal, but you now call SoCal your home. So that's yeah. quite a transition. You've been doing this for quite some time, and yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of good stuff. You've done some of the old shows that everybody's done, but you've also mm-hmm. have been doing some filmmaking, and um, yeah. that's really exciting. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think when you when you step into the world, like uh, my brother Joey has started filmmaking as well. Because acting, there's it's like one layer of the cake of the industry, and then you start getting into writing, then directing, then cinematography, and you see that there's so much to be discovered here in Hollywood, and it's it's very fun. You definitely keep your hands busy. You do, and and your your hands are in everything, for sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, you've got a very supportive family. Your mom's in the business. Your brother's in the business. Yeah. And um, you really have just kind of embraced uh, the whole thing, really. Yeah, because I mean, from in Ohio, because I'm the youngest of seven siblings, and we were all in musical theater in Ohio from so maybe starting from three, I was up there on stage with a surprise face as a munchkin and, you know, Wizard of Oz or whatever. Um, (laughs) So we we got an early start and it just stuck with us. And now we're still here doing it. And it's what we love. It's what we breathe. So you've got stuff coming out. We'll talk about that in a second. But I want to go ahead and dive right in because our guest tonight is uh, nothing short of amazing. Our guest tonight is Savannah Kennick. Savannah Kennick is a Pennsylvania gal, um, born in Bethel Park. We'll hear more about that. Bethel Park, apparently a suburb of Pittsburgh. She got her start in modeling and then got a wild hair, came to L.A. to make a go of it. And seriously, she has not looked back. And as I mentioned before, Elise, you know her. Mm-hmm. You guys have worked together, which is cool. Yeah. And we'll talk about that, too. Remember, guys, it's just a conversation. No list of questions, no ambushing, no attacking. It's all about the guest. With that being said, I want to say good evening to Savannah Kennick. Savannah, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Thanks for coming on Conversations. Of course. And what's really cool is you and Elise know each other. I keep saying that, but that's really yeah. neat. <laughs> I mean, we take it back to when we met at, you know, Red Carpets. And then yeah. here we are, day one, walking into the, what is it, the table read for the movie. Yeah. And it's so nice to see someone in the room that you know. And we sure. locked eyes immediately. Go we ahead. knew each other like way before we had like the same friend circle whenever I was like 16. <laughs> and then like we go on to Do Not Reply. And I think I was like 19 about to turn 20. And I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> and it is a small world. It really oh, is. It is. The community is very, very tight and very small. And I think that's so cool. It's really quite amazing that it all kind of works and that uh, everyone just gets along which is fantastic and you guys yes. did do a movie and um speaking of red carpets uh savannah you just got another yea award congratulations did yeah thank you it was super exciting now that for your work and in... there you go <laughs> yeah that's the little yeah, engine that can yeah, I won for um, I did a film called Bloom about a year ago, and I won Best Leading Young Actress in a short film for it, which was super cool. That's really exciting. Thank you. So you've got to reinforce your um, your award shelf. <laughs> I mean, it's really I mean, it's not that great. I've only been living in L.A. for like five years, but hopefully one day. Girl, in five years, you've done so much. Yeah. Oh my God, don't make me blush. It, 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 be, yeah, be careful what you ask for because it happens very quickly here. It does, yeah. Um, so you should buy the shelf now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Home Depot is still open. Yeah, um, yeah they are. They're open till 10. And there's one close to your location, but uh, don't ask 
at least to help you move it because she's on a motorcycle. That's going to be a problem. <laughs> it might be weird. <laughs> yeah, it might be kind of weird. Um, let's go back a bit. You are from Bethel Park, Pennsylvania. I am, so yeah. What what's, what's Bethel Park like? Tell me about it. Well, it's kind of funny. I'm actually going back on Tuesday to visit family. Um, but I was, I'm not, I wasn't born in Bethel Park. I was born in an even smaller town about an hour away, which is the town that my parents grew up in. And then we moved to Bethel Park whenever I was a little bit older. But both of them are like really small, like Midwestern hick towns. Okay. <laughs> like I'm going to... It's it's it like sounds so dramatic, but like I go back every time and they treat me like I'm Lady Gaga, which is like so really? funny. Out here, everyone's like, "Oh, it's just another like blonde hair, blue eyed actress." But like back <laughs> home, they're like, "Oh my goodness, Savannah!" <laughs> wow. So it's it's definitely that, that transition though, coming yeah. to LA from such a small town. Yeah, we moved about a week before I turned sixteen, so it was definitely rough at first. It was just like the transition of like culture and like. You know, we, I grew up in a house, like I had a big yard growing up and like we moved to LA, we lived in like a condo for the first year. Uh So like that was interesting. And just like the change of people and the change of pace was really interesting. I mean, you know, I've been here five years now, so I finally found like a good group. It's taken a while and I've like, you know, I've had to really like sort through people in this town, but I I think I'm finally starting to like really settle in and call LA home. So you mentioned condo. Did you ever stay at the Island of Misfits? Oh my God, no. The Oakwood? <laughs> oh no, no. We had a condo in Calabasas. I was not subjecting myself to that torture. Elise? You dodged it. Elise? <laughs> um, Elise Oakwood? Yo, so many years. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Uh, so many years. But we, we were there also when it was kind of in its prime. Yeah. So oh. it was nice to be, you know, like you're new to the business, you don't know anything. So they have all these seminars and casting director workshops and dance classes like they had everything mm-hmm. it was it was insane and filled with a lot of stage bombs but you know, <laughs> that's kind of gone away now it's called the it ava has. the ava i don't yeah oh, the, the ava yeah so it's kind of sad um i keep going back to the hollywood complex with uh you know presley <laughs> yeah. and that. oh my god i hope for, i was hoping you were gonna say that i just watched no way really it's so funny so funny that should be required watching because it, it just it tells no. you most people in Hollywood are reputable. I, I get that. But there are yeah. some real sketchy folks out there. Yeah. And uh, like every time a child's like, I want to be an actor. Like, OK, sweetie, well, you have to watch this movie. And then afterwards, tell me what you think. Then reevaluate that choice, honey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always um, I tell this story. I told us a couple of episodes back. I live in Santa Clarita, as you know. And uh, years ago, there was this accordion store. That sold accordions, and they were also a school. What? So this guy would get these kids in there and, and do accordion lessons, and here was here was the uh, the pitch, you know, your kid's getting really good on the accordion. I think he needs a bigger accordion, and he would he like upsell, you know. By the time you're done, your kid's got a four thousand dollar accordion that's sitting in an attic somewhere. You know, uh, yeah, and that's just that that's just kind of an example of, of what to watch out for in uh, in the business, you know, and again, it's yeah. it, it's prevalent. But I mean, yeah, but for the most part, I think it's pretty good. And the movie definitely is uh, is very, very enlightening for sure. <laughs> so but um, very good. So you you avoided you avoided the um, uh, the Oakwood, which is good. yeah, I mean, at all costs. That's why you turned out so good. <laughs> 
I have like who have lived there and I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, my car broke down. Like I can't come see you. <laughs> Damn. Like I won't even step foot. It's pretty nuts. It's pretty nuts. But let me ask you this though, because you you got your start really in modeling. New York City agent found you and you started modeling. And at some point, and I mean big, big brands as well, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> but at some point you were encouraged to come to LA and pursue acting. Was there some apprehension on your part? Yeah, so I went to New York and I, you know, I, I mean, I was interested in fashion, but like I just kind of saw it as an opportunity to like see a different world. Cause like, again, I'm from a really small town. I didn't really travel a lot as a kid. Like I didn't really know what other walks of life looked like, but I got this crazy opportunity to like go to New York City and like work in fashion and like meet all these cool people. And I was super excited to do it. And then while I was up there, my friend was going to NYU and she was like, oh, I'm doing a short film. Like, you want to come on set for a day? Like, see what it's like. Like, I would love to have you hop in that environment. And I did it as like an extra. And I was like, this is the most magical thing. Because I loved movies and television growing up because it was how I would see the world. Right. But I didn't like, I think I like knew it from a young age that I wanted to do what I'm doing. But like, I didn't, that wasn't a plausible option to me. Like, I was going to go to law school. Oh, wow. And yeah. So I told my agent in New York, I was like, oh, like maybe let's try commercials or something. Like, I just want to be in that environment. And he introduced me to a manager in LA. And I came out and visited for about a week. And then a year later, I moved here. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so it happened pretty quick for you. I mean, uh, obviously, so you started and you did auditions. And that's yeah. always fun. And at least you know the, the statistics on that. For every 100 auditions, you may book one or two uh, jobs. So yes. again, it's a lot, a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, you know, of self tapes and going in and, yeah. and I'm, and I'm hearing more recently that folks are getting back to liking going in on person for auditions because they can get yeah, that nice feedback. That can, yeah. It's nice to go in person. Yeah. But Savannah, you still model, right? Cause I feel like there isn't a day that I don't see <laughs> something gorgeous on your Instagram. So oh my God. You're too nice. No, I, I really don't. Like, I, I went through some stuff whenever I was younger, and I kind of realized, like, that industry wasn't what I wanted to go down. It was just, you know, that modeling industry completely changed. Mm. And it changed for the better. They were more accepting of more people, but it was almost like it didn't really matter what I was doing. Like, it was, like, a thing everyone did. So yeah. I decided to leave, and now I'm, like, doing acting full-time, and I really love it because I, I want to get into filmmaking. I want to direct and produce and write. But I love that. That's I great. More of my focus on that now, which is cool. But I, I still really love fashion. And, like, I got to walk in LA Fashion Week, which was really crazy. <laughs> but, like, luckily I didn't fall, so. That's good, yeah. <laughs> Were you wearing the nine-inch heels or something? Oh, Lord. Yeah. Exactly. We need more women in film, without a doubt. And I've got to tell you that the movies I've seen – have been directed by women, they're phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's it's wonderful, and so it's and, and definitely chase that because there are a lot of opportunities in, in Hollywood for that. And a lot of folks will say you don't have a chance. Let me tell you, they're wrong. You do. Yeah. I mean, now is the best time ever. Um, it really is. And it's so exciting. At least you've been doing filmmaking as well. Yeah. With folks, and uh, and so you know. <laughs> I know. I know. I because I was inspired by. In the industry, I, you know, I've worked with so many people here and there, and there are certain people that just stood out to me. And one, uh, her name's Bria Grant, and I worked with her a few years back in a movie. And she was, she was telling me how she writes, she films, she directs, and she's this strong, like, 
she is this very strong woman and she is making it happen and she's creating beautiful products and it's like that's what I want to be you know I want to be someone like that in the industry who takes the bull by the horns you know what I mean yeah and it's possible for women and we can thrive here people just have to give us a chance and they finally are yeah I think it's really the industry is like definitely changing for the better and it's like a gradual change but like at least it's starting to you know yeah like trickling on big steps (laughs) but hey we're doing it yeah literally like baby steps slowly but surely y'all what was your first acting gig that you booked savannah and how was that emotion for you um i did a horror film called holidays it's an anthology horror film i had no idea what i was doing i had no idea what anybody was talking about on set but i was really excited to do it and then it was really crazy because it was my first film and it went to tribeca film festival i know And I yeah. saw, and I saw the clips and you were you were kind of mean. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I played, like this little bully. Yeah, like I didn't know what it meant. Like I didn't know what a shooting schedule was. Like I thought they filmed movies in order. No, because I got sick. Yeah, I got it like six months after I moved to LA. So I was like new to doing classes, like new to figuring all of that out. And I was like, oh, we're filming my death scene at the beginning, like first day. Okay, cool. <laughs> 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 well, it's, it's really good. And again, that's an anthology. So it's several stories in yeah. the movie. And yeah, um, it's seven different. Um, it's I think it's seven different holidays that they cover. And you were in the uh, Valentine's Day segment. Yeah, we open up the Valentine's Day. How apropos. Ooh. Yes. And then uh, you went on to do, uh, of course, lots, some, some shorts. Um, and teen, teens want to know. Everyone's been on that show. I, I think noticed. so. They're at like every red carpet. Yeah. Yes. On Sunday. You see them everywhere. Elise... Because teens want to know. I mean, they, they're just they're doing their job. Were you on that, Elise? I was. <laughs> I think we all have been. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that... a, it's a requirement here. Is it? Yeah. It's like that. It's like that in NCIS and it's like, you know, Modern Family. Uh, it's CSI. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. They've been around forever. You know, Elise's claim to fame is we know 911. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. That's what you remember for Elise, for sure. Yeah. That was, that was, and I was so little. I didn't understand God, you were, it. That was in 2009? Yeah. It was 10 like, years ago. It was, wow. the dude came in, you know, the, one of the main characters, he has really short shorts, and he was doing these, this weird dance. And they were just telling us to react, you know, to be really surprised. And it's like, okay, this is very odd, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> My studio teacher says it's okay. Yeah. How do you process that? I mean, that's just a, it was weird. <laughs> I I don't know what to say. It was weird. You met, um, you, you mentioned the pressure as well, Savannah. Again, the the modeling thing, it's uh-huh. highly competitive. Mm-hmm. It's a very fast fast paced thing. I can see mm-hmm. where I can see where acting is a perfect fit for you. I kind of had this like genesis about like two years ago where I realized like. It's not like casting is so far out of our control as actresses. Like if we go in there, we do our best job. You do all the work, you do the character work, you know the scene, you know the script. Then they're already like everybody's rooting for you. It comes down to like your physical appearance nine times out of ten. So like it's really helped me a lot to realize how like not like I can be friends with actresses. Like we're not each other's competition. I don't need to get mad at her if she books it over me. Like they probably booked her because she has brown eyes eyes and I have blue eyes you know mm-hmm. so that's I, been a game changer for me I would hope that everyone gets along in those rooms uh, you know? 
I've heard, I've heard both sides. I've heard both sides. I honestly feel like the people that haven't been here long enough, you know, like, like Savannah and I both, we've been here for a while. We know the game. We know just like what Savannah said, it's, we're not in competition with each other, Yeah. but the people that maybe aren't as new to it and they see, oh, competitive, we're all going for the same role. Okay. I can't be nice. I have to psych this girl out. Right. Yeah. You know, like a long time ago when I was in here, the, the moms would psych each other out or yep. it, it, it was weird. So now we've kind of grown into our own thing where we don't need to have that negative energy anymore. Yeah, but, I realize like it's already so like it's already so much of like being against each other all the time and like mm-hmm. we can just support it. Like I don't I don't know, like I want to be friends. Like I don't want to be mad at you. I don't want to hate anybody. But like yeah. there's only girls you can tell who are like newer. This is so ridiculous. But like going in like as a blonde hair, blue eyed girl, I see a lot of the same people. And right. like, you know, whenever there's a new girl in town because she's sitting in that corner. <laughs> and like give her a year, she'll be fine. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> It's, and it's like, like, give her a year. She, she either will still be here or she'll be gone. She'll be, she'll be home. She'll be back in her town in Texas yeah. nine times out of ten. I think yeah, the hardest thing for for new actors and actresses is not to personalize it. Oh, because you, I mean, yes, because I understand that in those rooms when you audition, it can be brutal. I mean, it's like, okay, thank you, you know, and then you're <laughs> off, and it's like, did he even did he even see what I did? That's yeah. why. That's why like, folks are. That's why folks mm-hmm. are just like starting to dislike self tapes because it's like, do they even look at them? You know, is there yeah. like, is there a quota and it's like, okay, we're good, just throw those up to the corner there and need to look at those. That's what I'm wondering because people I've talked to lately really enjoy going in in person and doing that. I know? kind of personally, for me, I kind of like self tapes sometimes because you get like more time to do the scene rather than like going in and them just being like, okay, cool, like say your lines, okay, bye. <laughs> like you get time to actually work on it but then I also really love going in the room because it's like a different it's I mean it's in person it's a different experience but it's also like there's times you go in the room and they're just not even listening to what you're saying like there was recently a a film I went in for and I worked really hard on it and I had like three days prep time and I built like her entire backstory and like made a journal and like all this crazy stuff and I get in and it's like the casting assistant casting associate the casting director was at lunch and (laughs) They were like, okay, cool, thanks, bye. And like, didn't even care what I had to say. And I almost got a parking ticket. Oh, oh. well, that's so not it's good. Like, yeah, I feel like it's like you kind of can't win. You just have to like pray that eventually something works out. And yeah, because I, I also know at the end oh. of the day, like, go ahead, I'm sorry. You put in all that. Oh, no, because like, like, even though they maybe didn't give you the time of day that you wanted, mm-hmm. you still you still put it in and you're proud of yourself, you know? Like, yeah. no, matter, no matter what, you didn't get a parking ticket, good. And then you put all that work in, good. Like, go you. Yeah, no, it's it's really, I mean, that's the thing I think about, people always say like, oh, you can't be an actor because like you want fame or whatever, you actually have to love it. Like, I love creating characters, like I love doing character work. So like, that whole process is so rewarding to me and I enjoy it so much that it like, it's not like, oh my God, they didn't give me my time of day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Elise, are you doing the show from your, from the freeway? I hear a lot of cars in the background. Okay. Oh no! Well, I'm like I'm I'm in my garage. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. Very good. Little like cars driving in and out of there, or is it too noisy? But it's okay. Uh, well, I, I live next to a street, so there gotcha. and there are some loud exhaust cars or some bikes. A lot of motorcycles drive around here. It's interesting. Really? Well, that explains yeah. a lot. But her people. Her people. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Her people. Yes. I have my posse. <laughs> Outstanding. Let me stop down just one second, guys. This is Conversations Radio. Episode 42 with Elise Luzman and our guest, Savannah Kenick. 
I want to talk about uh, Bloom because uh, you just won for that, Savannah, and you also yeah. won a film festival award as well. So tell me yeah. about Bloom. So Bloom follows the story of Annabelle. Uh, she's a young, aspiring model in New York, much like me whenever I was 14. And she gets onto a set and essentially just gets into the wrong situation at the wrong time with the wrong photographer. And it, you know, it's hinted at her age, but in the script she was 15. So he essentially sexually exploits her. Wow. Yeah, we filmed it about a year before the Harvey Weinstein thing had broke. Oh my. And then... I saw first cut right after everything had come out. And I was like, this is the most timely tale that we could be saying, like what we could be doing. It was really scary going into it. Cause I, I saw it a lot whenever I was in New York with girls, but like, I, it's one of those things, like you kind of didn't say anything. Right. Like it happened so often that like no one kind of cared. And yeah. it's, it, I mean, like the industry's definitely changed, especially in New York, it, the legal laws and legal working laws for girls have changed, but yeah, I saw it all the time and I got the script for it and I was like, oh, I would kill to do this. And I went into the audition and just like prayed. And then about two weeks later, I got the call that I had booked it, which was so exciting. So you read the script. Did you have any concerns playing that part? Um, There was okay, there's like a scene that has like a suggested topless scene. And I was like, oh, my God, my mom is going to kill me. <laughs> but it's about like telling the truth of the story and sure. our director. Paul was like super cool about it. And he was like, you know, we're not going to show anything. It's just suggested, whatever. And especially filming it, I was really scared. But our, like my co, my other actor, co-actor. Oh my God, I sound so ridiculous. My co-star. <laughs> co-star, yeah. Set with me and he's like a dad of two. And I was like, it's cool. Like you don't have to have a close set. Like it's totally fine. Like it's fine. Like I'll be cool. Like it's fine. And he was like, oh, we're closing it down. Yeah. Oh. So I yeah, it was like, I love it. Yeah, it was like so incredible to work on. And I learned so much about myself as an artist. And like in the film, I don't have a lot of dialogue either. So I had to learn how to like be in the moment and act, which I had never done before. <laughs> like been in the moment and been an actor. Yeah, but like not being able to say your reactions, but have to like fully be in another level. Yeah, it was really interesting to play. That's some very heavy subject matter as well. It was. Yeah, it was a really heavy subject matter. It made me like really emotional for about three weeks after we filmed too. Bro, I watched it and I got emotional immediately. I was like, oh, oh my God, thanks. <laughs> it, was, it was right on the money and it was very eye-opening to a lot of people that don't know it's there or for people yeah. that are trying to ignore it. Like it was it was very good. And, the, and that you won Best Actress is just another point that <laughs> it's being seen. Oh my God, Elise, thank you so much. So you were really, <laughs> you were really committed to the character, um, obviously. And, yeah, it um, kind of felt like a part of my, it felt like a road that I potentially could have gone down, but I was really lucky yeah. that I was surrounded by a really good team. My parents were really supportive. So they weren't on set with me because I, there was just like legal stuff that going on in my life at the time, but right. they were always on set with me. And there also aren't legal laws or they might've changed it now, but there's not a legal law. A parent has to be on set with you as a model in New York city. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah. So like it, it was a road I could have, you know, somehow stumbled myself into that situation, but wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's that was, it was scary. It definitely took a lot out of me. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would hope that, you know, that, that movies like that and with the advent of the Harvey Weinstein thing that people are a little more careful. Yeah. There. Definitely on set. I feel like a lot has changed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and you know what I think, I, I think it's still, I think it still happens. You know, with the, the Weinstein thing is probably a very small part of it. I'm sure there's plenty of, you know, casting couches out there that, that you know, they're for proverbial, the proverbial casting couch. 
And I do mm-hmm. believe that probably still happens. And, and it, it's shameful and, and hideous. But um, yeah. Folks. But the best thing we can do is to to show young girls like the filming that Savannah made or speeches or whatever to say that it's not okay and you don't have to say okay. Yeah. You, know, you don't have to let you it happen. Down that route. You don't have to say okay. Like you can be a ta- like you can work hard and be talented and become successful. You don't have to put yourself in that situation. And exactly. like I know a lot of people don't mean to be in that situation either, which is what's really unfortunate. Mm-hmm. And a lot mm-hmm. of folks, you know, they they refuse they refuse scripts. They you know they say you know I don't want to do it and they just walk away. Yeah, and I think that's yeah. okay. I mean, is there there yeah, is. It's- to say no that's a big thing that i i had to learn after i moved to la like it's okay to say no to things yeah, yeah it's hard because especially with me my like growing up it was like oh well it's money just say yes to it whatever it is but it's like i've gone in the place now where no i want to do things that are going to better my career and one if i'm not going to be proud of it tomorrow then why am i doing it today exactly yeah. exactly so, so let's 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 clarify that real quick because because that you just brought up a very good point um because there are those that will tell you when you're starting out, take every everyone you get. And I say yeah. no. That's foul. Um, don't take it unless you want it. It's not worth, you know, if, if the part is not yeah. right for you, then why torture yourself, you know? Because it's like no matter what, even if it's – that's why I look at maybe things that – sets that I didn't have as much fun on. But no matter what, it's an experience. Right. But mm-hmm. – there's that can only go so far you know exactly. you have to learn your limits and what is appropriate and what is right and what's you know where i'm going <laughs> on, a, on, on a lighter note um arrested development my god yeah. amazing show yeah so exciting so how did you get that job that's that's really that shows had a lot of longevity uh it's yeah. back and uh, those episodes are, are, are airing now, I understand, or they're going to be airing they're soon. Streaming now. Um, so getting Arrested Development is actually a really funny story. I, but like leading up to booking Arrested Development, I had been working like so hard getting pinned on like every audition I had been on, like getting, you know, like getting so close for everything. And then it just like wouldn't happen. And one day I get a call from my agent and they're like, hey, you're on hold, like on avail for this project can you work this date, this date, this date, this date through this date? And I was like, oh my God, yeah, absolutely. Like, I'll be there. Like, I'll cancel anything. Like, I'll be there for sure. And then he calls me back and he's like, oh my God, congratulations, Savannah, you booked it. It's Arrested Development. So like, I didn't audition for Arrested (laughs) Development. Wow. Yeah, it's it's that thing that people talk about where it's like you plant a seed every time you go into a casting room. Mm. And it's about watering your seeds. And I had been working really hard and putting a lot of effort forth. And like, you know, there were things I never heard back from, but someone had paid attention to like my hard work and realized that I was capable of playing Lindsay Bluth, which is crazy. And I direct booked it. And I will, I will tell you this and Elise, uh, tell me if I'm wrong, but that like hardly ever happens. Yeah. That is, that is amazing. I know. I I'm pretty sure I cried for like oh. an hour. I was like, "Oh my god, someone finally sees in me what I see in myself, guys." You, 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 <laughs> I, you really I'm at the YEA where you, of course you know Olivia Kebble. and mm-hmm. Olivia's yeah. on her on same manager. Yes, split up together and a funny show, and she told the story about how she got that gig. Literally, she auditioned. Mm-hmm. The next day, they were at Bob's Big Boy, and they called her mom and said, you got the part. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, she's, and Olivia's trying to contain herself, you know, mm-hmm. she's in the middle of a restaurant. And 
Sometimes it happens right away. Sometimes you wait and wait and wait and callbacks and callbacks. Yeah, sometimes you know. it's months. Yeah. Yeah. Or oh my gosh, this one project that I was going for it took. It was, I finally mapped it out. It was seven months of auditioning oh my God. and training, and I did not get it. Oh. <laughs> oh my God, you could almost have a baby in seven months, right? right? Like, Don't, come on, yeah. I'm birthing this child of the project. <laughs> I have the character in my blood. Just give me that. that <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's seven months. Of- yeah, that's like. I mean, do you ever audition and forget you auditioned for a part? Oh, that. Oh, yes. that. Yeah, that one. Yeah, but that's yeah. that. What was the what was the gig? If you don't mind me asking. It's Power Rangers. Oh. <gasps> I know it would have been fun, huh? You'd have been I, but perfect. I said, no matter what, I learned that I can I can kick some ass in combat training. Right. <laughs> so I've I've started to pursue that some more because that's been really fun. That's awesome. But. Yeah, I'm my own Power Ranger to my dog. You know, I'm my dog's superhero. Aww. I feed her, so I'm you a Power love Ranger, that dog. Right? I'll tell you, that's um, wow, seven months. I that's know. Quite a... Damn, but um, but it was fun. But back yeah. to what what you said about Olivia, I was like a little point because you remember you said she was in Bob's Big, but like she knew exactly where she was when she got yeah. the call. Oh and yes, like, I always remember. Yes, for it's like for every single booking that we have, we always remember where we are when we yeah. go out. Yeah, I know. It's like if I go in for, a, I do that. I'm like really superstitious. Mm-hmm. Like I'm really into like lighting a green success candle and like all that crazy oh, stuff. That's great. So like, if I go in for, this is so ridiculous. If I go in for a big part, I'll like go home, light my candle. And then like, if it's on like a Friday and I know that they would be calling on a Monday to book it. I'll be like, okay, we have to go to that exact restaurant where I booked that one part <laughs> just in case they call. That's amazing. Yeah. That happens. That is so <laughs> cool. Good vibes. Yeah. Good. You know your places, you have your, yeah. your spots. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, and I want I want to say for, for, for you, Elise, again, waiting seven months, not getting the job. And again, as I said earlier, you don't want to personalize that. But at that point, I'm sure they were several words that came into your mind that you wanted to say but you kind of restrained yourself yeah i mean at that point we were talking to um to to the guy that was training us and he was preparing us for what it's going to be like to be a power ranger and he like knowing like knowing what i know now going back in that conversation it was really hard like like there's a part of you that knows you don't have it yet so you can't you can't you know that it's not gonna be real but at the same time you're just getting ready you know, okay, this like logistically, this is what's going to happen there. Where this is where I'm going to live because it, it films in New Zealand. Oh, and so I was yeah. mentally preparing myself for seven months. Well, like for the last maybe two, I was like, okay, I might move to New Zealand, and then I didn't. Uh, <laughs> but not- it's and it's crazy too because I've had I've had multiple roles where the casting directors will talk to you like you have the role, yeah. and then you don't get it, and it's just it's hard because you don't want to turn yourself into you know like no soul and you're just no no energy can come through but you also can't let yourself get too attached because it's really easy in this business that's all it's a really you're you're always like on this tightrope because it's like you know you have to pour so much of your soul and your passion mm-hmm. every project that you go out for and nine times out of ten you don't get it yeah, yeah. but it's like and I, I've looked at it before as, okay, I, I'm giving everything to this audition. I'm not giving it back. But it's like yeah, the process. It's like what you were saying, too, with, you know, when you were journaling and really diving into that character. That's the process that yeah. it is that's filling it up for us, you know? 
Yeah. Like we're not, we're not letting it go. We're actually getting it for us because that's what's fulfilling because we're doing our craft. We're living the life that we want. Yeah. And and respecting your craft as well. Oh yeah. yeah. Because I mean, it's what, what you guys, not everybody can do what you guys do. (laughs) Not everybody can act. I always say, you know, it's like with anyone can cook. I always tell my friends when they have to read sides with me, I'm like, anyone can act, you know, you're fine. But maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we are special, Savannah. <laughs> I, I mean, I hope so. Either of you I, ever dabble in uh, improv at all? Oh, yes. Yeah. I was on an improv team. It was really cool. So how was that? Improv, like, yeah. makes you learn so much about not planning. And I'm, like, an OCD, crazy perfectionist planner. Ooh. And, like, in my mind, I really like to, like, map out everything. So, like, it taught me a lot about being in the moment, which nice. helped a lot with Bloom, and it's helped a lot with, like, every project I've worked on. Yeah, I didn't – maybe I'm even realizing it now that improv actually helps in all areas of acting. Yeah. It really does. It yeah. really does. So let's it really talk – helps you get on your feet. You guys worked together in uh, Do Not Reply. Um, yes, we did. So, Savannah, you played <laughs> Christina – yeah. And uh, Elise played Heather. So tell Heather. us about Do Not Reply. This is not released yet. Hopefully out soon. Yeah. So let's talk about yeah. that a bit. Who wants to go? Elise, do you want to go? Oh, my gosh. Okay. You have, like, um, a very exciting part. It was so fun. It was so <laughs> fun. I, like, because I want to I talk about it, but, but since it's out, not out, there are things that I won't say. Like, some of my favorite scenes, I feel like, are secrets. Um, but they are. But, yeah, but it's basically about a guy who... um he he keeps kidnapping these girls because he has this obsession with his sister growing up mm-hmm. and so he makes them look like this girl like his sister and he like he has this virtual reality thing that he videos of when he kills them and so it's it's kind of bringing in this new technology to a scary concept but basically you you just have to watch it because the way it's done the the cinematography to the directing to everything it's very cool like he he traps them in this place that he built himself to look like his house that he grew up in and it's very very cool this sounds really <laughs> creepy oh it's so creepy but it's so good you know yeah i can't wait to see it um we're almost, <laughs> we're almost out of time but uh glad you guys got to work together as well and uh, uh, let me i always ask i always ask this question as well um savannah do you get spotted in public uh I get, this is so ridiculous. I get spotted a lot from like the girl in that weird horror movie on Netflix. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like horror, like horror film people are kind of like culty in a weird way. And like, especially my directors from it who Dennis Widmeyer and Kevin Coles, they just did Pet Cemetery. Oh yeah. So it's getting a, like, people are like, oh my God, what projects have they worked on? So they look up holidays and like a lot of times people will be like, oh my God, you're that really weird bug eyed girl in holidays. <laughs> it's yeah. what they say. Yeah, I'm like, okay, cool, thanks. Like, yeah, I remember one time at Starbucks, like, pouring Splenda into my iced coffee, and this guy was like, oh, you're that girl who dies. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's me. Like, how did you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and Elise, I know you get spotted without the, it's been, the helmet. Yeah. Yeah. Without the helmet. Yeah, I've always, I'm honestly, I just, I want someone to spot me on my motorcycle one of these days. <laughs> well, that's going to be kind of hard. That's going to be kind of hard. Uh, well, I mean, because my I have a very specific design on my helmet and my bike. And at night, I have purple lights on my bike. I'm the only bike in Los Angeles that has purple lights. So come on, people. Like, 
it's your girl. <laughs> Seems like with purple lights, you know who it is rolling up on you. Yeah, yeah. Roll down the window, say what's up. I'm, I'll race you. Let's go. With the with the motorbike, is that your basic means of transportation, or is it more of a hobby? Um, it is more of a hobby because I have my. I bought my first car, 2011 Mitsubishi Eclipse. It's Congratulations. Forty coupe. Um, so the bike was my first one because that was just. It took me a long time to learn because I'm so short and I didn't know how to drive a stick. I basically didn't know how to ride a bike. So I jumped onto this motorcycle and it took me, I think it was about like half, maybe six months to learn. I failed my test the first time. Wow. I dropped the bike so many times. Really? Oh my God. Oh no. Yeah. It was terrifying. I wanted to cry, but I couldn't because if I cried, then I would have to step out. And if I stepped out, I couldn't finish the test. So, (laughs) but now here I am two years later, I have my M1 license. And I'm damn proud of myself every time I get on the bike. So you dumped your bike during the test? No, it wasn't mine. They had us drive these cruisers. So luckily, I didn't really give a crap. (laughs) But yeah, it was was a cool test that they had. Um, You just drove around a bunch of, they were um, little Honda Rebels, like mini Harleys. Oh, wow. Um, (laughs) I have a sport bike. So it was different too, riding a cruiser. It's um, it's the you know the Harley type bikes and your feet are in a different placement. Your body's in a different placement. And on a sport bike, you know you're like you're ready to race and your body's completely different. So it was weird taking a test on a cruiser. So I'm like I'm not used to this. <laughs> Savannah yeah, motorcycle, a motorcycle Savannah at all? Yeah, um, I was on the back of one one time and it scared the bananas out of me. <laughs> so um, not the lifestyle for me. I will drive my little Audi A4 until the wheels fall off of it and. <laughs> You know, that's yeah. my like. I'm not, not really my thing. Go, gotcha. go, Elise. Different. Uh, <laughs> go her. But scared me to death. I get you. Who took you? It wasn't. It was... Oh my god! I hope my mom's not listening. <laughs> okay. Who like, will whisper? Okay, listen. I was like 18, and this guy was like, "I'm a musician. I have a motorcycle." And I was like, "We're gonna date. Like, we're gonna have kids. We're gonna get married. The whole thing's gonna happen." Wow. And I'll take you through Laurel Canyon on the. Uh my bike and i was like oh my god yes like i'm here for it and you know it was game over yeah i get scared driving a car through through laurel canyon let alone yeah yeah and 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 cold water is even worse those hairpin turns water you can see the back of your car yeah exactly (laughs) but uh, (laughs) very cool hey what a great show guys i'm glad you guys came on i agree savannah savannah you're online how do they find you online you got a website yeah, all of my everything that I have is at Savannah Kenick. So it's Savannah, like the city in Georgia, Ken and Nick. Got it. K E N N I C K. And it's yes. Savannah with an H at the end. And yes. you are Yes, you are one to watch. Great things. <laughs> and as I posted on the website, success just seems to follow you uh, wherever you are, which is fantastic. And I think it's uh, you're the real deal. Yes, and uh, thank you. Real Elise, deal, girl. Elise, gonna make you blush again. <laughs> yes. Both of you guys have Do Not Reply coming out. What else do you have, Elise? Anything else exciting happening? Right now, I'm just auditioning. You know, I'm going with that audition life, getting my headshots updated, updating my reel. <laughs> All the fun stuff. All the fun stuff. Yeah. Well, you're both on IMDb and you're both on Instagram and uh, Twitter and whatnot. So, again, follow these two fantastic actresses that uh are are amazing and certainly if you see a purple motorcycle do a second look at maybe at least driving yes it. <laughs> that's me
Very good. Yeah. Girls, thank you so much. Again, folks, don't forget, find all our podcasts on Apple Podcasts. And please follow us on Instagram because that's where I announce a lot of stuff about the show. And that's at Conversations Radio. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. This is Conversations Radio. So long. <laughs> <laughs>